Blog Talk Radio. Martini. No. Well, I have. I, well, I have that. I made them. I didn't tell you. I made them at home. Like, yeah. That little espresso martini party one. Yeah. I'm sure it's gonna be better. Here. Oh yeah. And we use uh, a product from Salt Lake. Oh, it's up. Five Wives Vanilla oh, Vodka. It, five Wives Vodka, Ogden's own distillery. Yeah. You don't mind the plug, right? No, we, we special order it in too. for yeah. for our for our They team. sponsor my parties. I didn't okay. know that. I have these uh, big parties, like 80, 100 people oh, yeah. come to my parties, and Ogden's own distillery uh, sponsored them. Oh, I've partied with those guys. Yeah, yeah. Ah, They're awesome. Remember those times? Yeah. If <laughs> <laughs> you're watching. <laughs> um, but uh, where were we? So... So Amsterdam became, yeah, so I changed the name, remodeled it, became Amsterdam, changed the price point, and now I'm getting all my customers back. They're now older and wanted a more mature mm-hmm. experience, so it worked out. So why, uh, the, you know, the brand brought up a good point, if I may ask, is that uh, why will not they get older? So they're the for decisions, and will spend more of their income. Really? But what we years is price has gone which is that college kids are not going out every day to drink as they used to where now it's the season to go to the bars not just you're going to fill your social point of bars which people used to do so mm-hmm. I would, I would stay not- away from college or any of from here on out you uh, to college people? To... Well, I, mean, I would not build a bar that is designed to thrive just on college oh, kids see. alone. I, see. Okay. I need the laborers. I need the, the store clerks. I need, you know, everybody that's out there working, mm-hmm. not necessarily studying. <laughs> so now my experience here is like you provide a really quality, good experience. Yes. Uh, what is it that uh, compels you to do that? I mean, you were telling me some little tricks that you do. Why is that that we notice the difference here? We've always trained and we've always worked as a team to make sure that we know that the customer has to have a great experience from the time they deal with our doorman to everywhere that they interact with us through the place, cleanliness, bathrooms, Mm -hmm. everything, because one negative will wipe out all your positive hard work. So it has to be perfect from the time, you know, or be able to react into a good situation if something goes bad, but that the customer is what makes us, but not just customers, but returning customers. We have got to put time into building relationships, taking care of people, knowing their drinks and offering quality for what we're charging. Now I've noticed uh, going to bars over a few years, right? Uh, When they get busy, they come like a crap. They feel like just a, a cow. And that's so now is that they get kind of it seems like about it and so long in a business that you see a lot of coming yeah, and going because it's the highest it's the if, highest feeling business. Yeah, if, if you get cocky when you're busy, you're killing yourself. You know that you have got to reinvest in yourself again and again, mm-hmm. remodel, keep changing it, keep it fresh, and then make sure the customers come back. And so if you treat them like crap when it's busy, which is the most time you have most exposure to your customers, you're going to cut your own. Your own house. Yeah, and it's true because yeah. they get slow. Like yeah. there's this bar in Salt Lake. We used to go 
it let us in. I've got this cool little uh, VIP card from Underground Distillery. Gets me into some places, and they got really busy. They're like, eh. Yep. I'm like, I come here when you're slow. Yeah. Yeah, we don't care. Now they're slow. Yeah. Now I'm sure they'd love to have my business, yeah. right? But now it's like, well, I don't want to come because you treated me poorly. You know, a lot of people are scared to bring on that many bartenders. And I'm, if you notice, my bars are heavy with staff. Yes. And yes. you don't have to wait. You yeah. don't have to wait. Four, bartender, four bartenders shot. below, just on this bar alone. Two over there, another one on the patio, and another bar opens up if we get too busy. And they're on standby. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. So it's it's about, yeah, taking care of people and not worrying about your bartenders fighting for tips, you know. Mm-hmm. It's just so they're making good money regardless. But it's been bartenders and they have everything else. And I do while you're dealing with people drinking. Yeah, you're drinking you like, and then they think, um, well, they have to do four shots even them. to come on to work. And that's when we, we see that happen. And then we, we, we say, hey, you've reached your natural end. It's time for you to go. Oh, really? Yeah, absolutely. Wow. We do not believe in, you know, keeping Very careers well, in sad. bartending. That sounds sad. They must get bummed out. No, it's a part of growth because I think they can get addicted to the tips, mm-hmm. the instant cash. Yeah. And they need to go out there and live off a budget and get on with their lives because this is mm-hmm. no way... The late nights will kill you when you get older. Mm. <laughs> I know. That's I, nice of you. I'm not supposed to say that, but I did. <laughs> Remember, you choose what you want to say. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, so you own uh, three bars. Uh, yeah. Can you tell us a little about them? Dirty Little Dirty Little Roddy's. That is a uh, little underground bar that um, is a country bar. And it's I had big, a, uh, It's huge, yeah. yeah I mean, it's it not was, little. It's not little. Yeah. It's big. It's one of my smaller it's an illusion, ones, though. but yeah. Yeah, but it's an illusion. Yeah. You kind of look like it looks like small, but it's you, like, oh. You go downstairs, and it's just massive. And uh, that was a hip-hop club, and I could not figure out the hip-hop scene. It was violent. It was just too hard to manage. And I walked out and shot a guy oh. in the head right in front of me. And I was like, I'm with hip-hop. Wow. So about a hard time. I mean, my other wasn't so well. So the guy asked me, uh, do you know anybody who wants to rent a local bull? I was like, wait a minute. i you know, Clarence, and I checked out. I was like, yeah, I'm going to look Literally had $50 in my check account for the businesses, and I'm right that it wasn't a success that weekend. And we're not going to care. I had to build I was on your pain. Oh, yeah. hard like, uh, like you, well, to... Uh, find a partner that can understand that, uh, the shrinkage and the growth. Sometimes a good shrinkage and growth. Shrinkage but I learned in that growth time what I've been able to do is pay my mortgage or uh, do different things. So if there is another moment, I can pay yeah. it's not a big crash. It's just like, okay, we're on, what do they call it? Oh, you're my ex-fiance. We're on a spending freeze. Yeah. Don't like. What does that mean? Well, don't buy anything we don't need. You yeah. Know? And buy less of what we need. Absolutely. I mean, to be an entrepreneur, you you need to know you're going to get knocked into the dirt so many times that mm-hmm. the good entrepreneurs are the ones that give back up again and again and again. And I always tell you that it, your success is going to happen the day after you quit. 
Yeah. You know, keep going. Keep right? going. Keep Just going. keep going. Don't. I mean, and I mean, I literally, I cut doors. I went to flea markets and got the furniture for this country bar. I downloaded country music. Uh, never yeah. even knew country music. You and cut doors. What is that? What do you like, mean? Like seriously, went and got wood doors for tables and oh, saw horses. Yeah, and then put peanut shells everywhere. Brought in the bull. I mean, and it took off. It was the last. Hail Mary, and uh, we have a line out the door every night, and it's just, it's known as Boise's yeah, craziest nice. bar. Yeah. yeah. In a healthy, safe way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm like, a Always. healthy, safe way. Always. Um, and then China Blue. China Blue was a dance club. It was my first time of actually building a club from ground up, and it's two stories. It's massive, 14,000 square feet. Uh, it took me, I budgeted 700000 to build it. I opened the doors at $1.4 million. Leans were flying in, and you know, and and I did not know what I was doing on a dance club, and it took a while. I mean, the thing about when you open a club is it takes a while to get its true identity, get its running legs. People are going to come in and trash it to your face, and you know, say, uh, they you don't like ver- it. You mean verbally? Oh right? yeah. Oh, they Just, tell you all oh, this club yeah, sucks, this sucks or, or you're never going to make it. Right. You know, you smile. See you next year. Yeah. If you don't have haters, you're not doing it right. Right. You know, that's and it. yeah, I mean that's. I got haters. I live by that. We love our haters, man. They're, they're the best motivating force. I love proving them wrong every time. So then China Blue had a great run, 17 years, but it started just getting really beat down. And so we had to really work on it. And uh, so the roof collapsed. Happened in September. Still, they're getting ready to put the beams next month. And then build um, and it's going to be amazing. I have some work. Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, is it like total, total name change, rebranding, some sound system. Um,